Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is July 8th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1474 through 1481 today. And uh, we are in the middle of the Sacrament of Reconciliation. We'll talk about communion of saints. Uh, and we'll start with the celebration of the Sacrament of, Penan of Penance towards the end here. And we're getting pretty close to finishing up this section. Uh, the Sacrament, I mean. We begin, as always, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the communion of saints, the Christian who seeks to purify himself of his sin and to become holy with the help of God's grace is not alone. The life of each of God's children is joined in Christ and through Christ in a wonderful way to the life of all the other Christian brethren in the supernatural unity of the mystical body of Christ as in a single mystical person. In the communion of saints, a perennial link of charity exists between the faithful who have already reached their heavenly home, those who are expiating their sins in purgatory, and those who are still pilgrims on earth. Between them, there is, too, an abundant exchange of all good things. In this wonderful exchange, the holiness of one profits others, well beyond the harm that the sin of one could cause others. Thus, recourse to the communion of saints lets the contrite sinner be more promptly and efficaciously purified of the punishments for sin. We also call these spiritual goods of the communion of saints the church's treasury, which is not the sum total of the material goods which have accumulated during the course of the centuries. On the contrary, the treasury of the church is the infinite value which can never be exhausted, which Christ's merits have before God. They were offered so that the whole of mankind could be set free from sin and attain communion with the Father. In Christ, the Redeemer himself, the satisfactions and merits of his redemption exist and find their efficacy. This treasury includes as well the prayers and good works of the Blessed Virgin Mary. They are truly immense, unfathomable, and even pristine in their value before God. In the treasury, too, are the prayers and good works of all the saints, all those who have followed in the footsteps of Christ the Lord, and by his grace have made their lives holy and carried out the mission the Father entrusted to them. In this way they attained their own salvation, and at the same time cooperated in saving their brothers in the unity of the mystical body. Obtaining Indulgence from God Through the Church An indulgence is obtained through the Church who, by virtue of the power of binding and loosing granted her by Christ Jesus, intervenes in favor of individual Christians and opens for them the treasury of the merits of Christ and the saints to obtain from the Father of mercies the remission of the temporal punishments due for their sins. Thus the church does not want simply to come to the aid of these Christians, but also to spur them to works of devotion, penance, and charity. 
Since the faithful departed, now being purified, are also members of the same communion of saints, one way we can help them is to obtain indulgences for them, so that the temporal punishments due for their sins may be remitted. Roman numeral 11. The Celebration of the Sacrament of Penance. Like all the sacraments, penance is a liturgical action. The elements of the celebration are ordinarily these, a greeting and blessing from the priest, reading the word of God to illuminate the conscience and elicit contrition, and an exhortation to repentance. The confession, which acknowledges sins and makes them known to the priest, the imposition and acceptance of a penance, the priest's absolution, a prayer of thanksgiving and praise, and dismissal with the blessing of the priest. The Byzantine liturgy recognizes several formulas of absolution in the form of invo invocation, which admirably express the mystery of forgiveness. May the same God, who through the prophet Nathan forgave David when he confessed his sins, who forgave Peter when he wept bitterly, the prostitute when she washed his feet with her tears, the publican and the prodigal son, through me, a, a sinner, forgive you both in this life and in the next, and enable you to appear before his awe-inspiring tribunal without condemnation, he who is blessed forever and ever. Amen. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.